Yeah, I uh, I'm on the Wellbutrin now. I find that I've uh, as I've gotten older. What's Wellbutrin? It's an antidepressant, you know, because you know once you get to be uh, looking at forty, 40? you're definitely. Thank you, thank you, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, forty, Rachel. Thanks. Good friends. Good friends here. Um, yeah, you get real depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wellbutrin. <laughs> Thank you. So what year were you born? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I was born in 79. Okay. I was born in uh, 93. No one even <laughs> asked that question. Rude. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. Oh, thank God I got in. My name is Tony Soto. Uh, joining me is Rachel Sanders. Hey. Hi, Rachel. Hey. How you doing? I'm not doing so well. Yeah, I see that. But it's okay. At We're going to make moment, it through this. At any moment, Rachel will cry out in pain. So just, <laughs> Pretty much. So just bear with us on that because... Yeah. Uh, Let's... Do a drinking game. Let's, yes, we're going to play a game. Let's all play a game. <laughs> Every time Rachel gasps out in pain, yelps like a little like punched puppy, drink. Take a shot. <laughs> um, and listen, guys, we have um, a, a guest co-host because it's just it was just going to be Re- Rachel and I. But, you know, there are certain times when I think that you need to get the behind-the-scenes story. So um, <clears throat> I have Miss... Uh, Brendan, Brenda Lee Brown, who just so happens to be Shea Coulee's assistant. And so we brought her on to get all the Hello. dirt. Hi, Brendan. Hi, Brenda. Hi, Brenda Lee. Thanks for having me, Tony. Oh, my goodness. I'm very happy to have you on the show. I've been wanting to be on it for so long. <clears throat> you so. know, there's such a long list. There's just such I a... <laughs> I was honored. Such a long list of people. But I was like, it can't just be Rachel and I, because we're going to start yelling, because the vixen went home. So it's going to be a fight, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Rachel, let's start with you, because you're laid up. Yeah. How uh, how did this happen? What happened to you? What what should we do? Should we do? Should I call somebody? I mean, honestly, I'm like disappointed that like my close friends here haven't like offered to fucking help me. But that's another story. Really? Like you're that laid up? I mean, listeners, yeah. you, listeners, what we're watching is Rachel laying <laughs> flat on the floor <laughs> with her hand on her bald head. Just I, what you don't see is I'm rolling around on a tennis ball trying to like break up the fucking muscle shit. Ooh, see, wow. what does that even mean? Break up the muscle shit? That's weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that. But but how are how's everything else? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking all I can focus on is like. How's your ceiling quality? It's great. Yeah, actually. looking up. Like how is looking up? Is it at least pleasant? 
How do I switch the camera? Yeah, let us see. Let us see your view. Great. <laughs> 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 oh, it, hurt. it hurts to laugh. Well, then don't. <laughs> Um, well, it's good to see you, even if you're miserable. You know what I mean? Thanks. I'm just super. I offered to send her drugs. She won't take my <laughs> offer. She's like, she's like throwing my drugs in my face. She's like, no, forget it. I don't need it. I'm no flunky. I'm not trying to have a good time through this pain. Why? Why? It's pain. You should be trying to have a good time through it. They give pregnant women epidurals for Christ's sake. Oh, God. That makes me like the thought of that right now makes me want to puke because that's like what that's like where my rupture is. By is your where they would, by your baby maker? No, it's like where where you would get an epidural is like where my um herniations are. Oh. So I'm gonna throw up thinking about uh, it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> on to them. Like, you're you're giving me a very laboresque moment right now. You just did some Lamas. I'm into it. Don't worry, I'm gonna switch focus to Brendan now because uh because she's uh, in LA. Hi, we're sitting right next to each other. You're in Los Angeles. Tell everyone why you're in Los Angeles. Um, I was in Los Angeles for DragCon. DragCon. Yeah. It was my third one uh, with Shay, so I uh, felt a little more at ease this time. Oh, that's right, because um, she did New York as well, right? Yeah, she did New York last year, too, and that was crazy. But coming back to L.A., I felt like we already had more of an idea of what to expect, and... Uh, it's just easier to have a, a plan this time. Yeah. It, um, let's, let's move this a little closer to your little mouth. There you go. Uh, DragCon was an experience this uh, mm -hmm. this year, I have to say. So, first of all, it not was different than the last two years. <laughs> well, it was it was in the much bigger hall. Oh. It was in the South Hall because there was a porn convention in the West Hall. Oh, oh. what? Yeah, there was adult <laughs> con going on the same exact weekend. But I think it was separate times because I didn't see any perverts when we when we were there. You know what I mean? What I'm I mean? sure you, you saw just, a lot of perverts. Just drag queens, not perverts yeah. or anything. Uh, and the, but the protesters in front of the per in the, oh, the perverts I almost said the perverts the drag queens um, were very mean. What did they say? Um, uh, your sin is as visible as your whiskers. <laughs> Not the whiskers. The whiskers. Not the whiskers. The whiskers. And they, they would look at people and point them right in their face and be like, you're ugly. Wait, your sin is as what? Visible as your whiskers. That literally sounds like an insult from a 1940s like Christian rally or something. Like I mean, it was a super awkward uh, moment. But DragCon was in a much bigger room. But guys, there was a there was a bit of cheapness to the old drag. There was con. an air of really? incompletion. There was an present. air of income. That's that's better. I, I'm yeah. saying it, I'm saying it what? looked cheap, but <laughs> incomplete is also accurate and uh, 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 true. Like on um, like on their end. Well, or you're like on the you're gonna booth? probably like this story, actually, Rachel. Probably. <laughs> Do you know I like wanted to delete every single person that I follow who went to DragCon because I was so fucking sick of seeing it. It was so fun. Um, I don't know what I do with the lighter. Oh, <laughs> don't you shame me, Brenda. Um, so, do, are you you're aware of Elite Queens, correct? Oh yeah. So Elite Queens uh, is uh, is the uh, Neverland group that represents 
a good number of drag queens. I would say they probably had about eight to ten booths um, at DragCon. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how many, but but they did. They, they, they were busy. For they that. have they have big names. They have Kim Chi. They have a lot of the ten girls. They have Monique. They have uh, Cracker, uh, 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 Monet. So. I get there on Thursday to scope out the area because, you know, the Tony Soto show had a table there. And I just look around and I'm seeing, like, all of these, like, little shanty buildings. Like, like it's just nothing. It's just, like, wood put together, but there's no real detail to it. And um, then I get there on Friday and it looks like, oh, they just started doing something with it. And Friday it started... At like, I think noon or one or something like that, two <laughs> o'clock or something is when it opened. And come to find out these were all of Elite Queen's booths. Like the Vixen, you know, like 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 a lot of booths. So they weren't really all completed when the when the convention started. <laughs> and if they were completed, they were completed looking kind of bad. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. <laughs> so there was a there was a moment. I think they kind of put it a little more together on mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. But there, there was a moment on Friday when you were looking around DragCon and you just see pockets of the projects. <laughs> and that was the Elite Queen booth. And it was just like, wow. It, it, for, for me, it was like, wow. I mean, like, it, I think that what they're doing is great. I think that them representing drag queens is great. And I think that, you know, they get them work and they're doing their job. But to take on their merch, their booths, like all of that stuff for DragCon might have been a bit more than they should have chewed the first year they've done it. Yeah, I think that was probably the main issue is that, you know, they just uh, bit off more than they could chew. And... uh, I think in our heads, especially with, like, big projects, you think, uh, oh, it's just, like, a little bit more work or it's a little bit more of this. But a little bit turns into a lot really fast. And, like, especially when you get, like, third parties involved, like the convention center and all of the things that they need to use to work with you, things can get really slowed down really quick. And something that you think takes 10 minutes can take an hour. And, unfortunately, it can just get away with you. And I think maybe that's what happened. Well, and and the thing is, is like you were there when Shay uh, for Shay season when when she won the L.A. DragCon and uh, or not won. She should have won. I'm sorry. Misspoke. Uh I'm so sorry. Did I just say she won? Just like so flip. I thought you did that on purpose. No, that was just that was just me with my inner truth. Um, But don't you think that like there was more of um, the, the nine girls were put more on display than the 10 girls were because I feel like the 10 girls uh, at this drag con were put off in like corners. Oh, you mean like in terms of like, placement like their booth placement the and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. I know uh, Asia's was like way on the other side. It was like the farthest <coughs> thing, sort of like it was like the edge of yeah. where the booths were. And I thought that was a little weird that she wasn't in more of like a central spot. Um, and then Aquaria and um, Eureka were really close to Shay, and we were like, were they elite as well? Um, oh, are you talking about elite queens? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I'm talking uh, about the ten girls that are represented oh, yeah. by elite. Yeah. Um, honestly, I didn't get to because Monique to... was super far over to the side. Monet was super far over to the side. Like, 
Um, allegedly, when uh, Vixen got to her booth, uh, all the merch in there was Naomi's. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so there, there was just there was just like rough parts on their part and it was noticeable because they had such a large presence there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. were they were trying to uh show themselves as a contender when it comes to the drag world or whatever, totally. the drag business world. So, and it was just kind of a miss. So that's all I'm saying. But <clears throat> uh we had a great party uh uh on the Sunday. This party's lame. This party's lame. The party was lame. It was so lame. And it was just such a good fucking time uh, having Pinche Queen, Lucy Stool, and Shea Coulee, uh perform. It was a very good group of people that was there. It seemed busy. Yeah, it was a cute crowd. I was well received. <laughs> yeah, of, and course. So, of course. Of course. And so I just thank everyone who came out and supported us. Um, but let's talk to you because you are Shea Coulee's assistant. I am. So how bad does she treat you? I mean, obviously, <laughs> I don't want to shame you, but it looks like she doesn't feed you. And um, that breaks my heart. Uh, no. Well, I mean, she feeds me very well. I what guess. is the excuses that she tells you to give when she breaks an arm or something? What does she, what does she tell you to do? That you fell? That you... Um, it's usually that I fell down the stairs. Yeah, fell down the stairs. Yeah, I thought so. You know, I thought so. We, we live uh, on a third story. So <laughs> Perfect. There's a lot of stairs, so it's a very convenient excuse. There's so... a lot of sharp edges on it, too. So. <laughs> explains a lot of the scratches and cuts. So as an assistant, you get to see... Uh, Rachel is a former assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to see a lot of the back scene shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that like? Do you have like? Do you have like? Are you just sitting on a bunch of stories that you've seen? I mean, that have been just bizarre and weird. Um, I yeah, I guess the I, dressing room can be a strange place. I mean, not just the dressing room, but like even just the most like you know when you walk around with someone who is recognizable to the public, even. Like the most, you know, normal space can become a really strange place. Like you'll just be in a McDonald's and somebody will just like run up and grab your friend on the shoulder and it's like, oh my God, what's happening? Right. Like those are more of like the weird stories that I have. Yeah. You know, but um yeah, I from do. the fans. It's the fans. Yeah, I think sometimes yeah. like I think some of the weirder stories are from the fans, but I, I understand that like there's excitement in seeing like someone that you like from TV. So um, what were you doing before Shea Coulee approached you? Um, I had just graduated college a few months prior, and then I spent the summer back home in Texas, and I moved to New York um, to try and like make it as a photographer. There and you then, go, girl. Yeah, I wanted to work I'm in a magazine. Make it yeah. after all. She was going for that Devil Wears Prada Get fantasy. Bitch. Put on those shoes. Um, so basically, uh, after a few weeks, I was uh, starving and <laughs> eating ramen and bananas for breakfast every day. Oh. And then she was uh, just like approached me on Facebook. I mean, we were friends. How did you know each other? Um, we had done some projects together. I um, helped her make uh, the 7-Eleven parody video, and we had done some uh, photo shoots together when I was in school. Um, and I helped a little bit on Lipstick City, so that was fun. Um, so through that, uh, we knew each other and had a friendship, and then um, he went off and did Drag Race, and uh, I went off and moved to New York, and then kind of just reunited. Reunited, and yeah. now you're going all over the world with her pretty much, right? Yeah, plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in hindsight, was it the right choice? 
Oh, absolutely. I think it's been really uh, incredible. I think when I was um, struggling to make the decision, because I did have to think about it for a few weeks, mm -hmm. I had like just graduated college with this degree and everybody was like, well, you're not going to be like using your degree and like, you were you taking know. pictures. It was like, you don't, you, you know. sure were taking pictures. Yeah, I saw like, you. <laughs> I saw you take pictures. But it was, it was a big like you know, risk I felt like at the time, but you know, a year or so into it, I just feel like it's been the most rewarding experience of my life and getting to see uh, the different perspectives that other people have around the world has been really incredible. And also like, um, yeah, it's just been good for you. Yeah, Look at really, you. Really nice. I was really hoping for more trash talk than that, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense that stupid Shea Coulee would be an all right boss. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, well, good. Thank you for coming. Now we're gonna talk shit about drag queens. Okay, are you ready for that? Like, we're gonna get real. Okay, I'll We're gonna try. get real bad. Okay. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, listen, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna uh, talk about episode eight of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, we'll be right back. You know what, Casey? What's that, Tony Soto? I do so many things. How many things do you do? Just so, so many. You should be listening to The Gay Power Half Hour. Tune in. How can I do that? On The Gay Power Half an Hour SoundCloud and iTunes. All right, we are back. Episode 8. Oh, Let's God. Do it. it seems so long. I was it seems just so long ago. I, I was, like don't even remember. I was just thinking the other day. I was like, God, if if we had even had two weeks in between All Stars and season ten, it was it was only a week. We didn't even have that. It, was, no, it started yeah. the very next day or the very next week. Oh jeez. And I'm thinking maybe it would be like a if we just had a couple weeks. Ugh, it's like the iPhone ten. <laughs> who needs it? drag race 10.5 who needs it um so <clears throat> this week we have uh we got real sick of the word share that's for sure um it was the share episode <laughs> <laughs> for some reason they wanted to do another rusical how do you feel about the rusicals brenda this season particularly this season particularly because this, really th this is the this is the Second one. So they did third the, one. The share one, and then was this? It was the, the pharma one, and this one, or was that? Yeah, that ph one, pharma was in this one. Yeah, and then what was the other one? No, I guess they only did two, but they seem forever. Okay, well, those are both awful. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, um, how did you feel about this? Do you like the musicals, Rachel? Uh, I didn't like either of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's what I did like. Let's start with what what I liked. I liked the mini challenge. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, they they brought back the uh, slapping. Uh, oh, that uh, was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the, the season acting. two slapping challenge thingy. Uh, this was like the first time I think that we've saw RuPaul have fun, have and, a personality mm -hmm. yeah. in a long time. Yeah, it yeah. was it was like, oh, she. It's fun to watch her interact with the girls on more of an equal level and not so much of a judgy one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, she actually slapped Asia in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. How do you? <laughs> but also, like, is that not kind of Asia's fault for like not 
taking the dive. Like, like that's you know, I feel like the 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 fake slap is I a two way street. Like I you guess kind she of do wasn't, have to turn away. Yeah, I guess she wasn't. I, but I feel like RuPaul was fast that way. I feel like she was a ninja on that one. Maybe she wanted to smack Asia. I'd be on my for toes, that mermaid though, face. If I felt like I was going to be like potentially slapped at any moment in an improv situation, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, you should always be ready. But you know, maybe maybe she wanted to, uh, you know, be like, don't you ever paint another glue another mask on your face on one of my <laughs> runways, bitch. Um, I I but but no, it it was really great, and I thought that the girls really interacted with with uh, RuPaul really well. Uh, but of course, Asia won because she got smacked in the face. But I did like how Asia was like, um, it is now Asia's RuPaul, yeah. Asia's drag race. <laughs> I love it. She's like, I'm going to own all of this. And I was like, yes, girl. Get your check. <laughs> You've been, that's why. And RuPaul was like, oh, God, she's going to win this one then. She's got the mini challenge at least. <laughs> did she even get a prize? Um, yeah, she got like fucking sequin fabric or some shit. <laughs> Jesus. Something stupid. I think the mini challenge prizes are awful. I think that they're super cheap. Just I give don't. them, just give them Mary's burgers all every fucking uh, week. Then I don't even think they get them half the time. What the Mary's burgers? No, the the prizes. They wait a long time. They, for, I it know. It takes a while to get them. I but like. as cheap as they are, you'd mm-hmm. think they'd be just trying to get rid of them so they get their Instagram shout out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so then we go and we get the fucking actual maxi challenge, which is the share musical, the mesical, the, <laughs> Aww. um, I, I mean, just, but, but why was my first initial thing? I'm like, because world of wonder is out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can agree with that. So, well, let's break it down. Who got what shares? So we have Cameron Michaels, who's suddenly coming out. 60s share. She was 60s share. Monet was 70s, right? 70s share. 80s was Eureka. No, no, no. Eureka was rock and roll share. Which was after. No, no, no. Yeah. So then was Monet before or after? She before was, she was like she was before so yeah. then cracker was uh she was like, bu- she was uh reunion share mm-hmm. or re- revival share or whatever um, believe but the believe yeah. album yeah and then we <laughs> had uh asia was movie star share mm-hmm. and vixen was disco share and aquaria was disco share mm-hmm. right sure Sounds good. <laughs> Is that everyone? Wait, there were two disco shares. Yeah, there were two disco shares because uh, the Vixen did the uh, the disco with the Jackson Five, and uh, Aquaria did the disco with the gold helmet mm. thingy. You know what? They should have had mercy on, uh, you know, just in the writing on who the the like movie star share, and just have like made it burlesque. Because that would have been so much more recognizable. And they were like, oh, yeah, people know Moonstruck. And it's like, yeah, but it's like that costume does not look glamorous on stage. Like Asia didn't know Moonstruck. Asia wasn't really (laughs) familiar with her. No, no, no. She said that she had seen it. (laughs) She lied. She lied. It just didn't translate. And they always do that in these like group challenges where they they want everybody to be really glamorous. They always write one part in there that's just like some frumpy ass character, like costume that's just not going to be... It's not going to be the tea. It's not going to be the tea, huh, girl? Well, so when they were in the workroom, they actually had uh, some chats with RuPaul. Well, they obviously confronted the issue about Aquaria and Eureka. 
Rachel, where are you I on mean, this story? Are you over it? Eureka and Vixen, you mean? What did I say? Aquaria. Aquaria and Eureka? Yeah, that's, I meant Vixen. You know what I meant. <laughs> Am I over it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm over Vixen being a brat. I Okay, well, here's the thing. I am over the fact that it's they're still talking about it because, like, we get it. Like, after she had her blow up last week on stage, I think that it's perfectly obvious where Vixen stands. So... And where is that? That she just does not like fucking Eureka. And it's fine. She don't have to like Eureka. But I feel like she was starting to, to come around. because RuPaul- Oh, you do? When she was like mocking her behind her back when RuPaul was talking to her, you thought she was coming around? RuPaul had a... Con- well, no, I like that, though. Because seriously, she's so annoying. Why is everything trauma with Eureka? Why is everything a backstory? Why is everyone trying to kick Eureka's ass? Why? She's annoying. There's no other reason. You know? <laughs> well, you know, she has a lot of feelings, and she's just trying to get them out there and share her perspective. So. Yeah, I know, I know. I hear it. Everyone hears it. Everyone hears it. Um, but the thing is, is like RuPaul had a discussion with uh, with the Vixen, and she was like, um, uh, have you approached the situation? And I think it's perfectly valid for uh, the Vixen to say, look, I don't need to hang out with this person. This person isn't someone I have to like. Absolutely. She doesn't have to like her, Rachel. I agree, but she also doesn't have to be like an asshole for no reason. For no reason? Well, I don't think yeah. you can say there's well, no reason. Well, she, well if, you're, if we're talking about last week still, Vixen was a dick for no reason. Yes. That, that's true. That's Vixen. absolutely true. But Wait, what are we referring to? A snatch game. There? When she was like oh. coming, com, coming for Eureka for playing oh. the game. Yeah, I thought that was a little like... It was a little childish. That was a little off basis. Yeah, what you yeah. said, like her performance was too much. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, okay. but but that was the but that was the first situation in this show that she was like not defending herself. She was actually coming for Eureka, mm-hmm. and I agree with that. But I think that in this episode, because you know, her and Asia had that discussion where uh, you kind of got to see. Asia actually take on a, a really positive role for her. And she even said, look, and I don't want you to keep acting like you don't care how people feel about you. And I think that's a problem that she has. She has to be, have a tough exterior. She's had, you know, issues in her life. She's had trauma too, Rachel. Rachel, she's had trauma too. We all have. It's not bitch. just Eureka. <laughs> Well, I'm serious. I'm fucking over that fact that, like, we can't acknowledge the fact that, you know, Eureka always has a story. And I just love that uh, Vixen always calls her a grown man. I love it. Every time she says it, I'm into it. You are a grown man. You are a grown man. Because there is nothing more true than that. Facts are facts. Um, What else happened in the workroom? Do we have any other good... Oh, RuPaul loves Aquaria. It was so romantic. It was so flir- <laughs> it was so flirty. I don't remember. It was Same. it was so like she's like RuPaul's like sing to me Aquaria, sing to me, <laughs> give me your best your best disco share. <laughs> and I don't know. It just seems so much to me like it is Aquaria's game. Like she's got it. She's. I mean, people have been saying that she's gonna win season ten for like years. She's the winner. Like, because because. RuPaul is in love. He's just in love. And it's just painfully obvious. 
Well, I think she's earned a lot of the uh, credit that she's being given. I mean, I think so too. Uh, think yeah, and the thing is too, it's like it's like she's the youngest. Is she the young? She's not the youngest they've ever had, right? Like we've had twenty-one-year-olds I mean, before, yeah. Twenty-one-year-olds, yeah. But for yeah. some reason, I think because she's from the internet generation of twenty-one, <laughs> that she's just so more. She's so different. Like, mm-hmm. I. I don't know how much of Cher she really knows about. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure if that's really one of her icons. I'm sure she's aware. But, well, let's talk about the performances for the actual Cher musical. Okay. Oh, who started it? Oh, oh, no, no. How am I? See, I always forget about Cameron because she's so forgettable and has like no personality. Why is everyone this way? So let's talk about Cameron real quick because, uh, oh, wait, they have to rehearse too. No, we got to talk about the rehearsal too. I didn't write notes because I'm over it. Um, We can't wait till this is over. (laughs) Hey, girl. We have much more things in the future. Don't you worry, though. We have other things on the fucking docket um, that we'll talk about later. The docket. So Cameron Michaels, uh, I was just like, first of all, I will say that Cameron did do good. Okay. She She did did okay. She did okay. She did okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't think she should have won. I thought her runway was gorgeous. I think it was it, okay. I, I don't. Uh, but yes, she did. She did okay. She talked. She said words, and she she sang, and that was fine. Okay. So wait, are we going to talk about the runway separately? Or yeah, we'll talk about the runway. Okay, so now we're just going to talk about performance. We're going to talk about the uh, the the uh, rehearsal because I. So now we're talking about rehearsal. I, I want Lucian back. I, <laughs> I, no. don't, I don't care how problematic that white He's, crazy fucker is. Oh, Lucian who went like nuts I, on Twitter. I want Lucian back because I just can't with Todrick. Todrick is not, Todrick. he's not a Here's good. Here's the thing, I though. don't hate Here's him, the thing. but he's not a good teacher. He can't teach. He we don't know that though, because like for all we know, the producers are telling Todrick to like amp up the heat a little bit and like. Well, then she does that badly because I think she does it pretty well because those rehearsals seem very tense. So, well, here's here's the thing. They probably had that music for like what an hour. Yeah. And so then they go to rehearsal and they're like, you have to dance and sing and you have to do share. Share, 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 fucking share, share, share. Like, fucking share. Oh my god, I hate that word. You made me hate that word, World of Wonder. Um, I, so I think that, like, yes, they're amped up to be intense, but when he gives notes, they're they aren't. He's just like, do more. Yeah, do do this. Do this bigger. Yeah. Be more share. And I'm like, great note, bro. Like, you're <laughs> super talented. I will not discount your talent. He is a talented man. He is a savant. He can come up with fucking... He's like a Wayne Brady, you know? Everyone loves Wayne Brady. Do you not know Wayne Brady? Yes, I know who Wayne Brady is. <laughs> okay. But comparing Todrick Hall to Wayne Brady is... <laughs> Wayne Brady was in Todrick Hall's music video because they're the same. <laughs> It oh was God. to it was to disprove that they weren't the same person, uh, <laughs> but I mean that in the way that they can make up lyrics off the cuff and they can put music together. They're very musical, and 
but not everyone is. And that is just painfully obvious on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, but I, I thought like they were setting it up. I thought they were setting it up for Cameron to, to, to fail mm-hmm. because she obviously opened the show. And I was like, oof, that's not going to be good. That was your first mistake, <laughs> letting her open the show. And because here's why I was excited. Because I thought, I was like, oh, God. Cameron's gonna fail or like fail or or really suffer and Eureka's gonna really suffer because Eureka had a really bad rehearsal too because of the trauma because of the trauma because someone tried to beat her up because she wouldn't sing what was the trauma she said she had a physical trauma with her father when she tried to sing live when she was a child. <laughs> well, do better, Eureka. And you don't that, undermine <laughs> someone's childhood abuse. Yeah, Listen, I got, I got, th- I got thrown away around for way less than that shit. So I'm not coming for. Oh, I couldn't hit my soprano notes. So dad gave me a thumping. Get over it. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> wow. I just know she'll never go home. I think she's going to be top 3 and that just fucking I have to keep talking about how Listen, I have given her credit when she is good. I have given her and you cannot say I have not, Rachel, but I enjoy watching her suffer. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> are we talking Okay, oh so so um yeah, that's it. We've that was the rehearsals, right? Let's talk about the the show now. Cameron started it. Mm-hmm. She was good. She did okay. She did okay. I hated those shoes. I don't remember the shoes. They were like nude shoes. They just seemed like they were like nude stiletto shoes. They were weird. I don't remember the shoes very much, but I thought the the whole look overall was great. I mean, I think the main note that I like here uh, is that she wears a lot. And so this week when it was like very toned down and just like a very simple silhouette with like simple accessories, I thought that she looked really gorgeous. I mean, I think she looks great every week, but this week was just different. It felt like. You're talking about the share? Oh, no. I was talking about the runway. Oh, runway. We're, we're okay. not there yet. Oh, okay. You're okay. so funny. I love how much you love Cameron. I'm glad that someone in the world does. A lot well, of people do, I, I think. I know it. Don't tell me shit I already know. People <laughs> love mediocrity. People love muscles. They, there's something. It's about- not about the muscles or being mediocre. It's about like I don't know. I believe that she really believes in the fantasy that <laughs> I'm she's I'm sure she giving. believes it too. So that's enough for me. <laughs> All right, girl. Then good. I'm glad that you're on the Cameron train. It's, I will Let's never get back to the performance. I will never shame you for it. She did well. She did well in the number. I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was just fine. She hit the note. She actually sounded. I, I hated Michelle's note when she's like, "You actually had the sheer voice." But I mean, she actually sang the best. I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that being said, Monet is a professional singer, and she was next, <laughs> and she did the seventies share, uh, and. I liked the song mm-hmm. because when the chorus started breaking out cultural appropriation, yeah, I that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I kind of gagged a little bit because <laughs> because it was like this was just fashion, you know, an Armenian <laughs> an Armenian woman wearing an Indian headdress, uh, very scandalous. Like, what a sexy photo shoot that was. <laughs> But uh, I, I thought that that was really fun, and I think that I think that Monet did well. I don't think that I think so too. Um, yeah. I thought she was gonna win. 
oh, I don't think she did that well. Well, I thought the cultural appropriation thing was really clever. I mean, but I that's know the that, that, writers. That's not yeah, her. But I thought like the like she played the role really well. So like I thought that she would have been higher up. I think because like they were like totally kissing her ass because she had this share. The one that did the fucking hair thing. Mm-hmm. So, and she did that like three or four times. So they were living for it. Whatever. Um, who was next? Uh, was it, was it Asia? No, not yet. I don't think we got Asia yet. Oh, this is where we need Maxwell. Oh, or was Luke. it yeah. Vixen? Don't fucking ask me. Was it Vixen? Vixen, Vixen then Aquaria, and then... Asia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Vixen came out mm-hmm. in her disco. She, I thought the costume was cute. I mm-hmm. think that she was... I don't think that she was bad. Mm-mm. There was a moment where they said she didn't do well on the choreography, that, that she didn't really have, like, share moves. And I was like, I feel like she probably nailed that. It looked in, like, in the in the video that she really nailed it. And so when they said that, I was like, I don't know what he's talking about because it looked really sharp. Oh, it was totally set up for, for the fact that, like, regardless of how well mm. uh, Vixen did, she was going home this week. Yeah. Like, and I, I love when the girls on the show call out a look being not, like, instantly recognizable. Yeah. And then the judges are like, well, it's recognizable to, like... To me. To I'm me. Old. And because... Exactly, because... Because I'm old and it's like, well, girl, you know, like a lot of people are going to watch this and be like and not know the reference. I didn't know that reference, but they showed the picture for the brief moment and I thought it looked very on point and I got the feel. But I agree. Did you can you can you at least say that Vixen didn't do badly as Cher? I don't remember, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Is it Aquaria? Was it Aquarius? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay, we'll get to all of them regardless, I'm sure. There's only, what, seven now? Um, uh, Aqu- Aquaria, listen, when 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 Michelle was like, she nailed her choreography, I was like, I mean, she did it. Mm-hmm. I don't think she nailed it. You know what I mean? I thought that her share was weak. I thought it was an, I thought the costume was great. I didn't really get share from it, but maybe again I don't know the reference. Um, but you know, I thought she did enough to be safe. Aquaria was fine, I guess. Who is next? Asia. Was it Asia? Because that was the train wreck. Like that was obvious bottom. She yeah. she didn't know the movie. Even in the rehearsal, she didn't she said know she the, knew movie. the movie. Though in Untucked, she, she said she. Was I don't a fan believe her. Of... I don't believe her. I don't believe her. I don't believe her. I said I think it's a lie. I think it's a lie. She's like she, even in rehearsal, she snap out of it. It's like girl. Oh, it was a very like um, upbeat Broadway like delivery of, <laughs> of yeah of Cher and Moonstruck. I just I and and the makeup was weird. I, I was mm-hmm. just like, what picture were you looking at, Queen? <laughs> like what reference photos were you given when it came to doing the makeup of Cher in that movie? Hmm. It seemed very odd. What can I ask a question? Yeah. What uh Cher look would you guys have if you were doing the challenge? I would have done Eureka's, but like obviously naked. <laughs> you would have been rock and roll Cher? Yeah, for sure. Um I think I would have done when she had her show, like when she had a variety show and she would wear like those like, you know, like strap around bodysuit things that went down to the 
I guess it was kind of the 70s, right? It was her 70s era. I would do her 70s era. Yeah. Because she was really skinny then. Like, she yeah. looked really good. Like, she's not skinny now. Skinny and tan. I don't know. She's like 80 years old. How skinny can you be at 80? I'm sorry. I mean, she's probably very? She's probably 70. Who knows? I don't know. She's Well, she's ageless, according to RuPaul. Because when, uh, when Cracker wanted to do... She's like, I really want to do... Cracker has an old lady sense of humor. Because yeah. she was raised poor. And she had to make her own toys. So she doesn't know... She she got an hour of TV a week, which means you know it was a black and white movie. You know it wasn't anything cool. You know Dead. what I mean? So she's not coming for somebody's. <laughs> so she's like, so she's like, I want to give her a cane and go ha cha cha cha. You know, it was like, girl. And I like how RuPaul looked at her like, bitch. She's timeless. She's ageless, which is also a lie, RuPaul. Um, <laughs> Let's see. So wait. So Asia was really bad, mm-hmm. and then we had Eureka, Jerica, huh? Jerica, Jerica. Yeah. Why do we call it? Jer- I don't know. I, nobody calls her Jerica, but when uh, I was on the the season nine tour, I would just call her like I started calling her Eureka, and then I would call her Eureka, and then I just started saying it like really fast, and somehow a J got in there, so I just <laughs> would be like. Eureka or like Jerica and she like never would like she'd always respond but never question it so because you know she thought she was having a mental breakdown because she was like I don't is he calling me is he saying my name uh she started off really weak and I was like get it girl you're gonna fall and then <laughs> oh no not fall that's triggering I'm sure I don't want her to fall stay on your two feet girl um, but she came out looking all scared and shit. But here's she the did. thing. She's, she's like Tinkerbell. The moment there is an audience reaction, it mm-hmm. gives her life. So the moment she did something that got a laugh, you could watch it. You watched when it happened. Like, I think it was like RuPaul laughed at something that she did and a light went on. And then she started performing the house down, and I got so mad. Yeah, it was it was great. She looked a little unsure on that first line, but then after that, it was it was great. And I was so mad about that. I was so happy for her. And then, <laughs> good for you, Brenda. <laughs> um, then uh, Cracker, Cracker, Cracker should have won. Old Lady Cracker. Listen, I don't think that Cracker should have won, but what? I don't think that Cracker should have gotten such critical critiques. I don't think that Michelle was right when she said she couldn't understand it. I understood it. Also, I, uh, how are you going to make a critique about something that was not somebody's choice as a performer? It's like, well, I can't understand you through the vocoder. Yeah, well, they I don't give me the, a vocoder. Yeah, don't I, put that in the script. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. No, you're absolutely right. And, and honestly, I think that she had. Well, I'm super bad with hand-eye movement anyway, so to think like, okay, I have to put the microphone to my mouth and then move it away, that would, I'd lose it. I wouldn't know how to do it. <laughs> so I, I understood. And they lifted her up, and she was singing Lifted right. Up. So I feel like she might not have been the winner, but she should have at least been second place. I mean, I think she should have won. Did we get through all of them? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, the runway. Glitterific. Right? 
Yeah. <laughs> Glitterific. Was that it? Specifically glitter, no sequins or rhinestones or anything else. <laughs> you know what? Do you think that that was a legit thing? Because in the Untucked, they were talking about how um, there's a difference between glitter and sequins. It can just be sparkle, right? Like, it doesn't yeah, have Yeah, I never would have noticed that myself. I think somebody said it like anything that I think it was Monet anything that like sparkles or shines or like whatever glitter is shitty for the environment y'all glitter is real bad for the environment so for us drag queens just to be going around throwing glitter everywhere killing things (laughs) Hmm. google it Brenda google it I was saying so Cameron was pretty she looked the best I think she's looked all season I enjoyed the look Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, that was, I don't think she. I don't think she, it wasn't anything that I was like, oh wow. But she does look. She better looked really than she soft. Does look. She looked really soft. I thought she was really. She looked great for her. I yeah. was so uh, here for her description of her runway, and I can't even remember exactly what it was. It was like you got two stones. It sir. was like um, romance novel author living in the woods, like <laughs> in her mansion. I was like, you better get a bitch, because I just like saw the fantasy of See, this like so romance. Un- this romance novelist just like walking around her mansion with like a jewel in her hair. So. That made her look like an elf, kinda. She's got such pointed features that when that she put that earpiece in, I was like, that's a little elf ear. But uh, you know, I just don't listen to her. Um, uh, who was next? Uh, oh, let's just talk. We'll just talk about them all. Uh, I don't, we don't know the order, folks. Uh, I didn't write anything okay. down. What'd you Monet? think of Vixen? Uh, Monet. Oh, Monet. Let's talk about Monet, Monet. because Monet came out uh, in her Lucy Stool fantasy. Yeah, I loved the. Uh, I loved the Showing idea. Showing body. Ex- you didn't like the execution. Yeah. No. What? what, what I was mean, it could have been cleaner looking. Oh, you because of the tape and whatnot, and yeah. like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were right with that critique. I mean, like, girl, if you're gonna come out like looking naked, naked you better yeah. like look naked and better not yeah. be showing us where you're taped. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know this, notice the boobies until they did the recap during the critiques or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, then the vixen, vixen looked amazing. Mm-hmm. She looked great. She did glitter through and through. The runway was fabulous. I think that she is a really conceptual artist, and I enjoy watching things that she can make out of fucking paper and shit. Absolutely, and I love that she put the glitter on her skin too, <clears throat> and her hair, and had like the big um, stones in her hair. Yeah, she understood the so assignment. Gorgeous. She yeah. did. She did it full, to full uh, steam ahead on that, and it was it was fun to see. Um, Aquaria, I wasn't as gagged. What? I wasn't. Oh my God. I wasn't because the thing is, is like I feel like. When you got close enough, it was like the makeup was kind of sloppy, and she utilized the oh, blonde Jesus bangs. Christ! Just oh, because no, she glued no. something to You're her eyeballs, just because she's sloppy? glued something to her eyeballs, doesn't mean that she's revolutionary. I think that she literally put that wig so low because she knew that it wasn't so pretty above the fucking eyelids. Regardless, it looked amazing okay looks, yeah i really I, I really have to disagree i don't think aquaria can look bad like with her makeup if she tried oh i mean I all right so. I, that's fine i think I, anybody's capable of i think like that shit. i would love to know listeners who do you think is who out there agrees with me and who agrees with rachel um <laughs> <laughs> uh let's move to asia 
I didn't like it. Oh, the clown. Yeah, it was kind of cheap looking. I'm like, why did you put the clown head on? I liked it, but the only thing that I thought could have been a little better is if the... I liked that the hair was paper, but if it had just been a little more full. But other than that, I did like it. Real, I, see, I think that if the, the, the wig... Oh, and was, the shoes. If the shoes had matched. But I didn't notice until they pointed it out. If the wig was bigger and the hat was smaller... I would like it. Okay. I didn't like that the hat that. was the focus. Because, like, that was such a big outfit mm-hmm. uh, that I don't think it needed that big, stupid dunce hat. Well. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> what? Am I right? I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm just going to hold my shit. Did I change comment. your mind? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Jerrica. Jerica. Jerica. Thank you. I, she needs to stop drawing her in her fucking face. You know, I like the drawing. Don't, on don't the face. you're wrong. I, listen, I don't listen, listen. I Wait, think it's I a look. I think it's a bold choice. A bold choice. And I think that it's cool and I think she pulls it off. Uh, but I would also sometimes, you know, like to see I know she paints without coloring on her face a lot, but you know, it also would have been really nice to see that like one soft part of the look. You know, that wasn't textured with the glitter and yeah. things like that. Oh. Yeah, you're wrong, Brenda. What? I forgot. I, no, I really liked her look I, too. You did. You liked the drawing yeah. on the face. It looked like she got pooped on by birds. It was my favorite hair loaf she's ever done. <laughs> oh my god, the hair loaf was on point See, this week. I feel like Shangela in this point where I'm like, y'all making that fucking those loaves a thing. <laughs> like, don't make those damn loaves a thing. We get it. You glue loaves on your head. It's so annoying. Ah. You know, I just don't like you. I love that and the untucked. And she's like, I just don't like you. Uh, and that is fair. Let's see. Is that all of them? Do you go no. through all of them? Cracker. Oh, Cracker with her oh, belief. We yeah. talked about it. She did great. That was great, yeah. No, Please. we're talking about the runway now, dummy. Oh, what was she? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she did the uh, the very, uh, 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 she did art. I loved art, it. Art. It was great. I thought Stranger that, than I, fiction, yeah. no, better than art. Thought. She should have won. Like, come on. Hey, she didn't put she a was... lash on that, okay? Oh, fuck off. Okay, I she was didn't... like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you can't understand why she didn't put a lash on that. There right. was no I'm lash. Like, the fuck out of okay. here. Okay, Rachel. No she lash. Fuck literally no all lash, the way off. Not doing No drag. lash, no Should have been in the bottom, too. Yeah. Should have oh been God. sent Yeah, should have been sent home. Hmm. Um, ultimately, it came down to Cameron winning. When Cracker should have. When apparently Cracker should have. And the bottom were, the bottom three was Asia, Vixen, and Aquaria. And Aquaria was mm-hmm. safe. And the Vixen and Asia were in the bottom. Let's talk about this lip sync, shall we? Delight. I love that song. Love first and foremost. Too. It was, was nice to have too. a good song for once. I was surprised that it's taken this long for that song to appear on Drag Race. Like, when it came on, I was so happy, but I'm also surprised that it hasn't already been there. Yeah, that's true. Um, and is it not... They don't do repeats, right? Or do they do repeats? Have we said it? No, no, I don't fucking know. Me either. The music has been so bad for the uh, uh, for this season, so it was nice to hear a song that I was like, ooh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. But... But... 
Um, either it was a double stay or Vixen won that lip sync. Mm-hmm. I have to disagree. You're wrong, though. Whoa, 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 you whoa, whoa, only whoa, whoa, disagree because you're vile. Let's hear. I'm not. Let's hear. Yeah. Her opinion. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Brenda. Okay. Thank you, Brenda. Yes. Let's be. I just think Asia did it better. What's uh? What? I think that Asia got more camera time. Here's the tea. Yes. Give us the tea, Brenda. If you watch that lip sync, yeah, you'll notice that there are a lot of tight shots of both of them, a lot of the shoulders, and there are moments where you kind of like pan back to the vixen and you can tell that maybe she's just done a dance move Mm -hmm. or they've been focused on either one of them from the shoulders up for so long that it's like we're clearly missing a lot of the movement that's going on. Oh, she said that that no one saw the split. And so it's We didn't see the split. It's very easy to edit that to make either one of them look a certain way. It was tight shots and that was... But I mean, like, what did what did fucking um, Asia do? The Running Man, like the little like that's uh, the step will change. Like fucking Vixen was all over that map. I mm. think what it is, I don't know. Um, Asia has like a better way of carrying her body, if that makes sense. No, no. <laughs> it's like. Um, like a more graceful, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Asia is like more graceful in her movements. So you literally think that Asia won yes. that lip sync? That 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 Vixen should have gone home on that lip sync. Yes. On that entire challenge, from the beginning of the challenge to the end, she should have gone home. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Yes. Well, yeah. I don't. I think that you're absolutely wrong. Here's what I'm saying: Send her home last week when she was an asshole. Who like, do you think should? Who do you think was worse this week? Fucking Asia was worse this week. Like she, Asia's fucking Hollywood share was awful. It was bad. It was awful, and she <laughs> got in the way of RuPaul's hand. RuPaul. <laughs> so that's and that's why she didn't go home this week. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. There's the truth. There's the truth of it. Did we cover everything? Vixen went home. Now all you asshole haters are happy. Hope you're happy, Rach. <laughs> All, everyone on Team Rachel, you bunch of assholes. <laughs> I'm I'm bummed because I don't think it was a deserved loss. I think that she should have stayed on, and it's it's it was a bummer. But and the fact that she did DragCon the week she went home, like that kind of shit mm-hmm. had to have been intense. You know what I mean? She was so awesome. Like she came out and actually sought out my table at DragCon to say oh, hello. Awesome. And she came to this party's lame. Yeah, she's great. And so did Farah in full geesh. Oh, so fun. I fucking love that girl. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're done talking about this show, right? The, anything in the end talked? Oh, uh, oh, uh, did we talk about Cracker being really poor? What did you call her earlier? Uh, Poor. An, an Amish, uh, an Amish <laughs> comic. Poor. <laughs> She's very old-timey. She, I, she, she only knows black and white TV. Remember her <laughs> Snatch Game character? Me either. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we have our listener questions. We'll be right back. See you soon. If I were a drag queen, I'd definitely get my nails from Nails by Mossy Makeup. But what do I know? I'm just a girl. Custom Nails by Mossy Makeup. Find me on Instagram at mossy.makeup to place your order. Mention the Tony Soto Show and get $5 off your first pair. 
All right, we are back with the show. And listen, everybody, we do these fucking listener questions every week. So if you would like your questions, comments, concerns dictated by one of my very well-read co-hosts, then send them to the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line, listener questions, and we will be happy to read your bullshit. Who is going to start <laughs> us off this week? Uh, first bullshit is from Jonathan. Um, he says, it was so awesome meeting you at DragCon. Definite bullshit. Uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you were so much kinder than I thought you would be. When we, were <laughs> when we were talking, I was telling you how much I loved your Boohoo review. I forgot to ask if you were planning on doing a season three of it. Do you have any queens that you're hoping will be on it? And do you think the boohoos will be better? <laughs> well, I was just thinking this. I was like, you know, as soon as season 10's over, Rachel and I have, have to I bring know, back our I boohoo review. Our, I was thinking about it, too. Our beloved boohoo review Bullshit. with Tony Soto and my sweet gal pal, Rachel Sanders. Um, will the boohoos be good? No, I'm sure they <laughs> won't. Um, I can almost put money on that one and feel real <laughs> safe about it. You know, I don't really follow the spooky queen scene. Um, so I'm not really, that's why I also like Dragula because, because it's not a scene that I'm into or that I follow because I don't really follow a lot of drag in general, but especially spooky ones that I get to know them amidst uh, amidst that uh interesting storyline that they like to 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 do um so I don't know I'm excited to see whoever comes on because I'll like some of them and I'll hate some of them how do you feel Brenda <laughs> about the boohoos and the dragula um, well, I don't watch Dracula. Ah, no one does. But, um, <laughs> well, it's mostly just because I'm traveling a lot, but I do listen yeah, to Yeah, they're not people. on phones at all. No, you can't. I listen to um, people talk about it a lot. <laughs> it's very confusing why you would get a tattoo for a television show, but, um, <laughs> you know, to each their own. Um, I watched like a, a few episodes, uh -huh. and I think there's definitely things that could be worked on, uh -huh. but, um, you know, I think it's I think it's great overall that there's a platform besides Drag Race that, that promotes performers and especially alternative kind of styles of performers to this other level because I think that just you know that helps everybody. In Completely the end. agreed. So I've said the same thing for years. Even if you don't like it, it's you know not it them them yeah. or if you don't oh, like oh, them, or, or don't it, like whatever show, whatever you don't like yeah 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 no, yeah 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 it's yeah it's still helping us all at the end of the day. I so. like that the show exists. I love to hate on the show. <laughs> I do. It's one of my favorite things. But you know what? I'm always holding out because I I want them to. I mean, you know, I don't have any faith in do the boohoos. I don't have any faith in the boohoos, but I want the production team to do better. You know what I mean? I want them to, if they're going to do a knockoff of Drag Race, I want them to observe what Drag Race does. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. develop story. Give us characterization. Like, give us something that we care about. Like, lighting. <laughs> <laughs> that's brenda shade um 
Thank you for that. Oh, and, and you know what? I was kind at at, uh, at DragCon, and you are welcome for that. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Aww. we met on Friday because I got this message on Saturday, and I was like, okay, well, good. I was fresh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I love meeting fans. It was so fun to meet uh, meet the fans of the Tony Soto show. Oh, <laughs> are you ready? For we'll it? save that for another day. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> Brenda! Give us a second question. Um. Okay. <clears throat> this question is from Sprite, and it says, "More often than not, when I'm sitting down to listen to this show, I'm smoking hella weed. Good. I just want you to know that I." Don't live in Chicago, but I donated to your Venmo because you all deserve to be in the same room talking all the nonsense that you do. Here's my question. <laughs> How many dates do you go on with someone before you tell them that you want to take drugs and get gross with them? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I'm, <laughs> I guess that's open for interpretation. To what do, get I, gross? do I answer? What do you think that uh, doing drugs and getting gross means, Brenda? Um, I, if somebody said that to me, yeah. uh, what would you think he, he meant? I would hope that he just meant like smoke some weed and hang out and like mess around. But I mean, I suppose it could mean like, let's, <coughs> like, you know, shoot up between our toes. And, Whoa, like... <laughs> you dark as fuck, dark sided. I um, guess gross could mean shooting meth no, in your feet, but <laughs> I guess. You know, to each their own. But um, as far as, like, when it's, like, appropriate yeah. to, like, ask if they want to do that, I think um, maybe the right – maybe my answer is um, – What like, are you doing? What kind of well, drugs? My answer first is make sure, you know, that you're comfortable with this person outside of experiencing them with drugs because, you know, you want to, like, be comfortable with the situation that you're going to be in later. Yeah. And uh, – you know, just make sure you're comfortable when you're sober first, and then make sure they're comfortable and everybody's just. My you know, goodness, girl, you bring a release form. I'm not don't gonna you? be out here being like, oh, two dates, take them, you know, take them back to your place and just shoot up in the living room or whatever. Well, but, I think that first we should probably uh, we should probably find out what kind of yes, drugs you're trying to do with people. True, too, because like there's there's difference, and, and see, this is what I do. I take but drugs you know before I go out and just meet people on drugs. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet this person. That way, a there's freak. no confusion. I bet this person's a freak because they refer to it as getting gross, which I love. That's true. That's true. So uh, that's what, why I want to know what getting gross means. What does it mean to mm -hmm. you, Rachel? What would be getting gross? I don't gross? know. Like if if some dude was like, "Yo, Rachel, let's uh, shoot that some meth in our toes like, and get gross." That to me, I think feel like that would be like peeing and pooping on each other. <laughs> Damn. What kind of drugs did you have to be on to do that? I don't know. I mean, I, whatever that is, they are, I've never a done them. That's toes kind of night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, if you're meeting someone sober, uh... Uh, and and you're starting to date. I think that you should probably be quick about it if drugs are that important that you want to make it a thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, there's no time like the present. But if it's heroin or meth in between your toes, there's a number on your phone book <laughs> for a place where you can get help. And I just suggest that As you, you do. scratch your neck, you <laughs> fucking junkie. <laughs> you fucking junkie. <laughs> Shut up, Brenda. 
Oh my God, Brenda. So Brenda's so cute. All right, I guess I'm closing this show out. It says, this is from Mitch. He says, my boyfriend never wants to go out. We've been together for three years and he used to be fun. I tell him that I want more excitement and he's just not into it. I've recently downloaded Grindr. It's for social use, not sex, but I feel guilty. I need advice from you guys because I know you won't hold back. Let me have it. I think if he feels guilty, then he's doing something <laughs> that isn't right. Yeah, right? absolutely. If, if you weren't doing anything mm-hmm. wrong, then you wouldn't feel guilty. Absolutely. 100%. So, yeah. So you're lying. Yeah. And listen, no one, no one is using Grindr for a social app. (laughs) No, they are. Those people are just murderers. Like, (laughs) no, honestly, the most, we'll get to your question in a second, but the most alarming thing you can read on anyone's like social profile is the word normal or average, because there's nothing more alarming to me than a sentence that says just your normal person here. And it's like (laughs) you, you have a refrigerator full of bodies <laughs> I do not trust you but um, yeah I totally agree um, so true I think the first step is for you to just be like hey P.S. I have grinder and I've been lying to you but maybe a little bit softer I mean and yeah. also you know you know if your boyfriend stays with you after that maybe have a conversation about how you guys need to like do some more stuff together so you can connect well I mean it sounds like he's trying but it sounds like the boyfriend's not into it so I think you just need to be like dude are you still into me or not because I got grinder now and I'm super into also, it also how old are you because if you're like 18 waiting around for this person then like do 18 year olds have drama like this I think they make kids are like wrong this. these days. Kids are wrong. It's all that sour apple vaping guy. that they're doing. Not it's the all sour that, apple vaping. It's all that cotton candy tobacco they be vaping. They're wrong in their heads, children these days. Soft, hmm. soft. Anyway, need to don't shoot you, up between the toes like we used to do. Don't cheat on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in the good old days when we just put <laughs> meth in our feet. Um, don't cheat on your boyfriend and like. Honestly, be truthful with yourself. You know, like Asia said to fucking Vixen. Oh, I love Asia. She was that was a great moment, wasn't it? Yeah. She she got somewhere with the Vixen is what I'm saying. She yeah. got somewhere. She had emotion. We forgot yeah. to talk about that. We forgot about talking about that part. Okay, well we're talking well, about somebody. Too late now. Yeah, we're done. Brenda. <sighs> yes. How was your time on the Tony Soto show, Brenda? Uh, it's been good. Yeah, did you have a good time? Yeah, was it I everything did. that you expected it to be? It was. Okay, it good. Was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Any more? I yeah. really wish there were more listener questions. I feel so connected to. The Is, aren't they the that best I part? No, nothing about. I yeah. can't wait till this stupid show's over so we can do an all listener question episode again. Oh, oh that's true. Oh, that's true. Can I? I would love a feature. You can Skype oh. in. We'll Skype you in yes. from wherever you are, wherever your shining Shay shoes. where are you off to next what do you got going on what do you want to tell people how can they follow you on the social medias um you can find me on instagram at brendan underscore brown underscore that's right have your own identity not shay's whipped boy no i'm my own person just (laughs) hanging out being not (laughs) shay's whipped boy uh, but also, you guys should totally watch uh, Shay's new web series. It's called Call Me Coulee, and you can find the link to it on her website. So check it out. And also, go watch Creme Brulee. Uh, Rachel Sanders, I've seen you on many different sides and back today. You've been all over, rolling around. How do you feel? I feel like shit. Okay. Well, what do you yeah. have going on? 
Uh, I'm going to try and recover from feeling like shit. Cool. We're going to be here praying for you, girl. Thoughts and prayers for Rachel <laughs> and her herniated discs. Just send me weed lotion. Just, That's all. Just send her weed lotion. Don't oh, use this program to promote the use of Anybody. drugs. That is a medicine. <laughs> I you didn't, even, I didn't you we just even, talk about drug use and fucking people and getting pooped and get peed stoned. on? You don't even get stoned if you use it topically. Okay. Well, then why do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you waste valuable shit. resources? Uh, well, listen, guys. DragCon <laughs> is over, so now I am pushing the fact that we are coming to Chicago. Maxwell and I are going to be coming to Chicago uh, in November for the fifth anniversary of the Tony Soto Show. So... But we could, we would love some help. Any help that you can do. People have already been uh, donating vo- uh, money to my PayPal and Venmo. Um, get us to Chicago and we'll put on a free show for you. We'll have guests. We'll have entertainment. We'll have fucking go-go boys. That's a thing, bitches. And it's only 10 cents a day, folks. <laughs> <laughs> for the price of a cup of coffee, you can send Maxwell Esposito and I to Chicago. Um, he'll ride spirit. It's fine. Like he'll he'll be fine. I'm gonna be more along the lines of United. So uh, 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 not United. Uh, well, t- give me one that's not spirit, and I'll go. I guess I'll American. do American. I'm going American because I'm a patriot. Um, oh what? Oh shit! Uh, I have things that are happening, and I made it go away, uh, which is super annoying. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Oh, don't uh, don't forget, uh, May 18th, Tony Soto is going to be performing in WeHo, everybody. Wow. Traitor. Never happens. I'm doing Saddle Saloon Gals, hosted by Pickle at 8 p.m. at Flaming Saddles um, on May 18th. It's this Friday, so come out and give me your white people money, because that's what I'm assuming is in WeHo. <laughs> um, and May 21st, uh, speaking of Pickle and my girl, Roz Dress for Less, we'll be back at Akbar with The Trap at 9 p.m. And don't forget, Gay Power Half Hour is every Thursday with myself and my good Judy Casey Lie. Always know that you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Venmo at the Tony Soto Show. Until next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.